everybody, this is Nate, and I am one of two Gunblade guys from the Gunblade Guys YouTube channel. Currently in its absolute infancy, but I'm also a co-host of the Hero with a Thousand Potions podcast where we talk about popular and niche RPGs. And today I wanna to talk about one of those that might fall under that category depending on your opinion, and that is Tactics Ogre. Currently there is a Tactics Ogre game about to be released on November 11th, and that is Tactics Ogre Reborn. This is a remaster, a little bit of a remake of the Tactics Ogre game called Let Us Cling Together, which originally came out on the PS1 and was remade for the PSP in 2010. And it is a tactical RPG. What that means is typically within the tactical RPG genre, you use a grid-based battlefield system, turn-based combat, a class system of some kind where each individual has different abilities available to them based on their specific role. You'll move across that battlefield and engage enemies and take turns to dispatch them or meet otherwise specific conditions uh, explained out to you at the beginning of the fight. For me, Technics Ogre is the crown jewel of this genre. And so I thought I would make a video on the top five reasons to give this game a try when it releases here in a couple days. Now, before I get started, my first bullet point I wrote was that the reason to give this game a try is it is a Yasumi Matsuno game. And what that means is there is a level of quality and a certain perspective and an aesthetic that comes with the game that is undeniably his brand. He has made other games for Square Enix, the Final Fantasy Tactics entries. He also made Vagrant Story, which was another one of my all-time favorite games. And he worked on Final Fantasy XII as a director until leaving that project about halfway through. But all of these games have a very distinct style, a very distinct narrative structure, depth in its political intrigue and regime change and politics in general. And even in how dialogue and character are presented are much different than the typical Final Fantasy entries that you've come to expect. So I've always really enjoyed his perspective and his stories. So I was gonna list that as my first bullet point, but then I realized this being a Yasumi Matsuno game kind of filters into all the other points because when he makes a game he usually brings his particular crew of people on board with him and that also involves uh, names you might know like Akihiko Yoshida as the uh, character artist and character designer. He's also worked on things like Final Fantasy XIV and then also Hitoshi Sakimoto, his uh, music is very iconic in the series. There's definitely, with all of Matsuno's games and the people he brings on board to work with him, there's a very distinct feeling you get from playing his game. So that kind of filters into all five of my points. So I didn't really feel like calling his name out was fitting for one of my bullet points. Uh, with that in mind, here we go. Reasons to give Tactics Ogre Reborn a try. Number one, the story, script, world building, everything that comes with it is all phenomenal. To explain that a little bit, this is a story of peoples, nations, politics, regime change, all the things that kind of come with the overarching experience of witnessing a nation in turmoil and all the different factors and forces that go into that. This isn't necessarily a story of a giant dragon showing up to end the world and you gotta collect a bunch of trinkets to kill it. This is much more rooted in something you'd find 
in a history book might match this game a little bit closer. It's still a fantasy game though, so there is going to be some crazy magical rug pulls that happen at certain points, but it's a very different tone than the typical role-playing teen adventure that we all kind of know and love for the genre of video gaming. With that, I would say it highlights itself by being a character-driven story. And so you'll learn the personalities, the strengths and flaws of characters as events unfold. And those same traits you observe and develop within your own player character are going to strongly affect the direction of the story. Pretty early on into the narrative, there's gonna be drastic shifts and turns made based on the choices you make that filters from the macro scale all the way down to the micro scale as well. So depending on who you bring into battle with you or dialogue choices you make, some people might refuse to join your party or they might join up based on those choices. Or you might have planted a seed of you said something right and then a character walks off and you don't see them and then later in the game they join the party based on all of the conditions you've met up to that point. So it's really kind of encouraging you to focus in on those choices you want to make and role play the kind of character that you want to build and not just go with the flow and do what the narrative dictates you do. Obviously it's a video game and so there is those tight controls on where everything is going. It's hard to program a game with a limited number of people and have infinite possibilities but within this game there is a striking level of freedom that comes with that story and all of it's just at a quality level that I personally resonate with and I'm intrigued by and I wish I could see more of. Recently I played Triangle Strategy and overall I liked it. I had fun. I think the story is good but doesn't rise up to that level I'm I'm used to with um, some of these games in terms of the characters. In that game there's a lot of situations where you'd meet a character and then five minutes later we, we get a behind the scenes cutscene where the character is just overtly being a crazy villain and racist and stupid. It makes me long for the subtext of some of the older tactical RPGs that I've experienced as well. But yeah my first point is the story and the world are gonna drag you in and keep you there in my opinion. Point number two, deeply satisfying class-based high expression gameplay systems in character building, combat, crafting, and more. And with that comes highly challenging and strategic fights that reward your commitment level that you're putting into the game. I think the most important thing when it comes to that satisfying gameplay, at least in an RPG for me, is that high expression. And I talked a little bit about this in our Triangle Strategy review as well, but the characters in those games, the main character Serenoa is a warrior and he's going to progress along a path of warriors. His sword's going to get stronger, he's going to get new sword moves, he's going to get tougher, and he's going to do more sword stuff. And then the rogue character, she's going to do more rogue stuff. But this game allows you to experience a level of expression that I personally love building my army. Within your army, you can recruit story-based characters, but also random mercenary characters as you go. And you can change their class and their gear, their abilities. But as you grow within a class and you gain abilities, you can change to another class and take some of those with you and be working on this overall hybrid character. And regardless of where you settle, you're going to have some tools in your toolkit based on the experiences that they've accumulated over their 
player progression. And so in this game and in like Final Fantasy Tactics, I find myself creating these hybrid characters that for me personally, this isn't the, the consensus online of how to build characters to be the best, but I love crafting narratively focused characters. For example, my ninja character would probably be dialing into all abilities that kind of focus on evasion or moving around quickly and fastly and making quick strikes and doing very ninja-like things. Some of that isn't innate to the class, but some of those traits you can find in other classes as well and kind of beef up your character in that direction. And certainly in Final Fantasy Tactics, I did that as well. I had a ninja monk and they were just a like a hand-to-hand -hand assassin. That ninja would get in there, smack someone, and then they're down for the count. That was a lot of fun. I love doing that. I love expressing myself and my viewpoint within my army and how I build my characters. And anytime a game presents me with, you're going to build an army of unique guys, I, I'm a sucker for that. And I kind of judge it by this metric of, does it rise to this level of these kind of handful of games that do this really well? As far as the combat, you've probably experienced this in some form. The grid-based system of the battlefield is broken up into squares. You can move a certain number of squares. You got to either get next to somebody or have ranged abilities to hit them from a distance. And then you have a turn order based on your speed stat. That's pretty all par for the course, but I consider this game one of the crown jewels for the genre. That's just a, another reason to give it a shot. If you like this style of game already, I feel like it's doing everything right in that regard. And then the last component to that is the crafting system. There's an ability at a blacksmith to make weapons, gear. It's actually really deep and it has a lot of facets to it. Pretty standard fare. Point number three, replayability. The game has a lot of content to it. Pretty sizable main campaign to get through. It'll take you quite a while. But when you beat that campaign, there's a system called the Wheel of Fortune that lets you play God. And you can go back to some of those big fixed point macro decisions and you can make the other decision while still keeping all of your party composition and everything you've recruited. And you can take that branching path to the other direction the story went at that point. And that allows you to kind of 100% the games without having to start from scratch and do all of the rebuilding and tedious stuff and replaying intros and tutorials that you can hop back to where you wanted to see how things went in a different direction and experience that entire campaign with all of the progression you've built up. Just another reason to keep going, keep playing and see what's in there for you. And then also there's the chariot tarot system within battles itself, where if you're struggling with a battle and you need to try it in a different way, there's an ability to just rewind to previous turns and see if you can make the cut. If somebody died that you didn't want to die or you just completely went in the wrong direction, rather than having to just quit and restart and lose all your progress. Maybe you can hop back six turns and fix it where everything went wrong. Sometimes your, your party is just not equipped and no amount of rewinding is going to help you. But often you can make some of those choices and it's really helps you learn some of the tactics and refining your tactics. So it gives you a lot of freedom to experiment and try different things out because in a lot of games there might be certain items or weapons you get that are interesting but for the most part you're not sure how it works and you're going to stick with what you know does work. Well, in this game, if something doesn't work, you can just dial it back and say, okay, well, that was a total waste. I'll go back and do it a different way. I enjoy kind of having the freedom to experiment and 
still not be screwing myself out of 30 minutes of gameplay or so. It lends itself to being a highly replayable game and having a lot of value in the purchase. Number four, and I mentioned this before, but we'll talk about it a little bit more here, is this is the best in class art and music for the genre, in my opinion. Like I mentioned, we've got artist Akihiko Yoshida. He is doing character design, character portraits, and dictating the aesthetic for the world. The aesthetic for this game is kind of exactly where I want my fantasy to land. It's hard to describe why I like what I like, but there's an RPG series that everybody's ranting and raving about, and then I look at the cover and there's like six 12-year-old maid girls on there. I'm probably not going to play it, even if it's got the best combat in the world or it's got 20 million players going at once and it's the greatest thing ever. That's going to be a hard sell for me. My wife did have me try to play Genshin Impact and it's a fun game, but aesthetically I'm not there. This game just does everything I want from a visual standpoint and from how the world looks, how the characters look, the sensibilities of who the characters are. Your main party you start out with is a group of teenagers, but there's space for those older characters to have a lot of narrative focus and have a lot of importance placed on them that is something that typically in a lot of jrpgs the the old guy kind of gets relegated to like an obi-wan character and then brushed off after the initial learning chapters and you have your full party of teenagers i like being the grizzled old veteran and having an old man mage in my party at times that's just me i'll say it doesn't go in the other direction either there isn't like i play warcraft and that game is full of a lot of aggressive people in four hundred pounds of metallic body armor that is twice the size of their body it works for that but like this game doesn't go in that direction either it's not needlessly aggressive and gritty and dark and it kind of sits right in the middle of a i don't know how to describe it because it's not realistic you've got bird people for sure but it's a grounded fantasy for still being fantasy and that's what i really like also on music, we have Hitoshi Sakimoto. The music is superb and it's getting a full remaster in Tactics Ogre Reborn. That's something I'm really looking forward to, even if I'm not playing the game, popping in that new soundtrack and seeing the quality level rise from where it was before and experiencing those. His soundtracks for Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy XII, I still listen to this day. I'll play other games and throw that soundtrack on because it's simultaneously beautiful, but it recedes at the appropriate level into the background for me to where I don't find myself humming his themes and singing them day after day after the fact. Get this song out of my head. It's there for the moment. It's beautiful. It's decorative. It fills the space, the appropriate level, while still letting the game breathe and letting the actions happen. And I, I find that sometimes in modern RPGs, the orchestration just takes over and the person working on it is more concerned with making their personal masterpiece than they are adhering to the tone and base of the game. I'm not a musician, so I don't really have the vocabulary to, to describe this. My wife would be better at that, but that's kind of my non-musician take on it is it got a lot of airiness and breathing to it while still being this driving orchestral action-packed score. And then lastly, point number five. This is a pretty simple point, pretty short one, but it's a 
great gameplay experience for either the Switch or the Steam Deck. It's coming out on PlayStation, Switch, and Steam, and it'd be great on PlayStation as well if that's what you got, but this was a game that was on console on the PS1 and also was ported to the PSP, as I mentioned. So it's got a wide range of content types for each play experience. What I mean by that is if you're on the go or let's say you're like me and you're uh, watching a kid and kind of hanging out, there's content that you can digest while you've kind of got your attention span divided or distracted. I don't really want to get into deep cutscenes and have my immersion level wrecked by doing that there. When I'm really experiencing a role-playing story, I want to be seated and focused in on it. So this game has content for that on the go or attention divided experience in the fact that random battles can range from 5 to 10 to 15 minutes and crafting you can do that in the meantime there's a lot of different activities to do for the handheld version of the game and then when you're ready to put it on the big screen and listen to the music blaring and have the cutscenes playing it's got that side of the game for it as well that's typically the thing that i find most dissatisfying about phone games is they don't have that deeper element to really pull me in and so i don't get invested that way but then there's a lot of rpgs that i find myself i haven't played that game for two three weeks because i haven't had the time to sit down and focus in on it i love games that toe that line of having content for each gameplay style especially as i'm 36 now my life is way too hectic to just have that sit down time all the time that's my top five for reasons to give tactics ogre reborn a try when it comes out and i'll, I'll do a brief summary here quick one story and characters are great two combat and systems are deep and satisfying three the game's got a lot of replayability and a lot of value built into it or it's got great music and art just a visual and audible treat at all times and then five it's going to be a great fit on either your console or your on-the-go experience with the switch or steam deck if you got either one of those it's kind of a no-brainer if you like this genre and when considering all of that i went off of just features that i know from playing the game's previous versions there are a host of new improvements and features that are coming with the reborn version in terms of combat systems ai class system crafting improvements all sorts of different things to make the game just a little bit more accessible and to flow better for new players as well if you're not a veteran of this genre so even then it's worth giving it a shot hope you guys enjoyed this and hope you guys at least check the game out give it a try i am nate this has been a quick little gunblade guys video i'll probably also throw this up on the hero with a thousand potions podcast if tyler so allows it check us out on discord you can look for us hero with a thousand potions we have an email hero with a thousand potions at gmail.com that is one zero 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 potions this has been nate from the nato compound peace out have a good one see ya